You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Oh, wait. Ooh, that's loud. Or maybe I had my headphones blasting. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Jerry's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I've got the Eddie Scazzari with me for the post game. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Hello, podcast people. Well, yesterday, uh, I told you I wanted to discuss an episode of Ancient Aliens that mm-hmm. I watched. Now, I should say that uh, the History Channel puts a bunch of episodes uh, quite often on YouTube mm. for free, on like the free YouTube, full episodes of Ancient Aliens, which is really nice. With But you would then have the YouTube ads if you don't have a subscription, yeah. correct? I pay for the uh, ad-free YouTube because I, I can't take the pre-roll mm-hmm. commercials that yeah. are constantly running. So, yeah, and then I watch it on my TV, It's and it's uh, like real episodes of Ancient Aliens, which has been on for a very long time. Like 12 years, maybe? Uh, I would say at least that. I know they have like 19, 20 seasons. Wow. But they may be doing multiple seasons within a year. Uh, but it's crazy. And the, the I guess the basic premise for the series of Ancient Aliens is that uh, aliens have been visiting us and partaking in Earth-type things for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the program? Uh, I think I may have watched one episode or two a long time ago. I have not delved back into it. Yeah. Because I am suspect of the scientific integrity of it. Um, I think it's just more of a show, a little bit of, you know, sensationalism and not really scientific. Yeah, I would say that uh the later the more episodes you get in, the mm-hmm. worse it gets because I think uh like with anything in the beginning you go, "Hey, we're going to do this show on how aliens have been visiting civilization for all these years." So you take your best stories and you yes. do them in season 1, then you go, "Oh, we've got renewed for a season 2. Let's do this, this and this." So when you get up to like season 18 and 19, uh, you're going to get to things that uh, I saw and wanted to talk to you about. And this one was about Da Vinci, mm-hmm. the Renaissance painter mm-hmm. who uh, w- spent a lot of his time in Italy and uh, was doing Renaissance paintings. And then he also uh, had all these notebooks full of inventions mm-hmm. that seemed to go long before 
these inventions actually took place. Specifically, I know the helicopter and other flight machines and mm-hmm. war machines and tanks and all yeah. those things. He seemed to like have all this stuff laid out um, well in advance of them being ev- invented down many years down the road. And in preparation for this, I yeah. did look at his Wikipedia page. Uh, and he was, and I knew this term, I just had forgotten it. He was a, a polymath. What does that mean? He was a genius in many different disciplines, art, mathematics, astronomy, geology, and everything. He really was a sort of a, a full-spectrum genius. Yeah. Like a lot of people know him from paintings. Other people know him from his inventions. But these sketchbooks and journals, which he has, they're very detailed sketches of mm-hmm. like a helicopter, um, an airplane, as you mentioned, uh, tanks, this sort of thing. But in the notebooks, he wrote everything in what they mirror writing. He wrote backwards. And he did that because people used to be always looking over his shoulder, and he didn't want people to be able to read it. Ah. So if you were to, when if you hold his notebooks up to a mirror, you can read how we would read, but he would do it. And to be able to again, that's another genius skill where you yeah. can just do that so easily, so easily, just writing and that. So the premise of this ancient aliens was that uh, Da Vinci's life has been pretty much. We know a lot about him. Mm -hmm. In these years, he was painting. In these years, he was doing this. In these years, this. These years, this. There are two years that are missing from where was Da Vinci and what was he doing. The Ancient Alien Show suggests that perhaps the aliens took him away for two years to give him all of this knowledge that then produced these books, his writings. Okay, so these these two years come after he had painted, but before he did all the other scientific I believe things? so, yes. Okay. And that their suggestion is perhaps the aliens knew of his smartness or his smartness was put there by the aliens and they gave him these ideas. One of the things they talk about in particular is when he returns from this two years, we don't know where he is, he starts making, we always had maps, but he was drawing aerial views of neighborhoods and buildings, which he would have only have known what that looked like, they're saying from above where the aliens may have taken him. Unless there was maybe a high hill. That I see. I, yeah, that's o- a good point. Overlooked, because <laughs> I know in Italy there are mountains and yes. hills and things that you could go up and look down upon. Yeah, maybe, maybe that would be a more pedestrian explanation. Mm-hmm. But maybe there are some cities and towns that are totally flat. But if it was in Europe, most of the time, a lot of hills. Yeah, they also showed, and this has come up in various other ancient alien episodes that in the Renaissance period in particular, there are a lot of religious paintings Mm -hmm. that have what appear to be UFOs in them. Mm. There's one of like the birth of Jesus, Mm -hmm. which has a a (laughs) clear disc-shaped UFO shining three beams of light onto Jesus. Yes, I've actually... Have you seen that one? I, I... 
yes, I've actually, you know, uh, my my dives into Wikipedia are often um, seasonal, if you will, like around Halloween. I'll research about Halloween around Thanksgiving. I'll research around Thanksgiving and Christmas, the same thing. And I was uh, became curious about the star of Bethlehem, you know, or the Christmas star, as they call it. And there are um, a few of the depictions, religious paintings, of uh, obviously, of the nativity in which they, they depict the star as a disc uh, with the things coming down. So that, but they don't, they never said the word, they just called it, I forget what word it was called, but it wasn't any implication of aliens. It was just that there was this sign in the heavens to, uh, letting us know that the Messiah had been born. Um, and in many religious paintings, uh, because people used to attribute, uh, like when they would see a comet, they would, that was usually almost always a bad omen for something negative going to happen. But they would depict things, celestial objects, stars, or a planetary conjunction uh, to sort of signify something of, of religious importance. So that's, that, that's been out there. And this exact thing that you said with the, the disc and the three beams coming down, that I've read that exact thing on the Wikipedia Star of Bethlehem page. Yeah, the painting is uh, The Baptism of Christ from 1710. There are four lasers from a what looks like a disc-shaped UFO pointing down onto the baptism of mm -hmm. Christ, and it was done by a Dutch artist in 1710. Then there's a... What other one did they have here that they showed on... Oh, there's one called uh, The Madonna with mm -hmm. St. Giovann Giovannino uh, from the late 1400s, which has uh, the Madonna with the saint, and in the background in the sky appears to be another UFO, mm -hmm. with uh, which was clearly put there on purpose, and it has uh, what looks like lights coming off of it. Mm -hmm. So that's one from back then, and I'm trying to find the other ones that... There are a bunch of them from that era. The Crucifixion of Christ, or Crucifixion of Christ, 1350. There appear to be UFOs in that one as well. But so, but these paintings were painted well after. They weren't like sort of, you know, a, a painting done around the time of of the birth of Christ or the Crucifixion. Right. These were done a millennia later. Most of them. Yes. But it's interesting that um, we have these. Like, what could those have been symbols of? Well, like I said, they were, you know, symbols of, of celestial objects, a, a particular, like a supernova, in a, you know, that was close enough to be visible uh, with the naked eye. It, it could be a comet or it could be a conjunction of, of, you know, Venus and Jupiter or whatever, something that was very bright in the sky. And in that, I wish I could remember the exact way they, they phrased that particular one you're talking about, where it was sort of not a bright, but sort of a like a dark object with then things coming down from it. I forget what the hell it was called, though, what they called it, like an obelisk in the sky or something. But it was just meant to signify that, hey, the heavens are letting us know, meaning God, not aliens, mm -hmm. 
in these religious paintings. There, this is all about, um, you know, God and the angels letting us know that something's going on. I don't think the artists were going for aliens as an explanation. There's another one that was in this episode called The Miracle of the Snow from the 1400s, where it looks like a militia of UFOs are coming in to the to the town. Mm. It's got to be a four, eight, 12, you know, 19, 20 different mm-hmm. UFOs there. And then there's other ones where it looks like it's a very small UFO in the sky with a person in it, mm. which also, and and that's around inside the, inside the, what looks like a UFO that's surrounded by a light that's mm-hmm. also could be a shooting star type thing. Right. Or, you know, and then some of the depictions are, you know, angels are around these objects. Yeah. So maybe perhaps the artist was going for, hey, this is an angel in the star, whatever. But then there are the others who will then say that a lot, of, like the UFO people, the people who like mm-hmm. UFOs, will say that um, in the Bible when they're talking about angels, they're really seeing UFOs. Yes. Yep. That they they would think of them as angels, but the, they were coming from right, somewhere else. Uh, right. Our our conception at the time didn't go to aliens. It yeah. went to angels. If we see something weird, and that's another thing uh, in the Bible and in a, a lot of sort of thoughts at the time was that you know the Nephilim imparted. When Nephilim are usually bad. They're the offspring of angels and human women, uh, and they produce the Nephilim who have these powers and they're, but they're usually nefarious. Um, and they would help, you know, introduce technologies to man. Um, and again, not always good. And there's another, I think it's in Genesis where angels did come down and, and show man how to do a bunch of different things. And then again, some of them got enamored with the human women. And then again, no good. But you know the Watchers. That's it. That's in Genesis. These group of angels that uh, came down, and I, I think the ultimately, like the Watchers, were there to then watch the angels who had created the Nephilim. It's just all this weird. But always the stuff. women getting people in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, Eve. Right. You know, screwed everything up. Right. This uh, is the thing. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I don't know. I'm just um, I'm I'm interested in anything that shows what looks like it could be aliens in the sky, and that yeah. goes to things from like cave paintings, sure. These paintings from different eras, um, drawings, the uh, Da Vinci stuff was is just very interesting. And they also this episode had all these different symbols within the Da Vinci paintings that. Since he used the mirror technique uh, for his writing, that they thought if you took his paintings, like the Mona Lisa, 
and then you did a mirror image of the Mona Lisa and melded them together mm-hmm. to about the midway point, there were various things that looked like alien heads. <laughs> and they were also contributing that to like he knew what he was doing with that. Yeah. Yeah. He again he he may have because he was again a a, a genius among geniuses. Isn't it crazy? Like we have like you can go see the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. That yeah. seems nuts to when, me. Well, the pyramids too. I right. Mean, that we can go see them. Yeah, and they they're you know millennia old. Yeah, it is incredible. Let me see how old how old is the Mona Lisa? Oh, it's got to be from the 16th century. So you're fifteen oh three to fifteen nineteen. Painted. That's when it was painted between. Mm-hmm. It is crazy that we have some of the stuff like that has, has survived. Yeah, that long, especially yeah. in these like um, these countries like Italy and the countries that have been around forever. Yes, unlike uh, the United States, we right. don't really have a lot of. We have old stuff, but not like right. What's going on there? And you just go see the Mona Lisa. Yeah, and how about if, if there's some calamity which you know almost wipes out mankind and we have to kind of start over but again i mean within a few thousand years we would still we would bounce back you would think uh and then somebody comes across mount rushmore what because that's that's granite so that'll survive for millennia right at least it some it'll get softened but you know it's obviously going to be four heads of men, mm-hmm. and then what are they going to think? Like, oh my God, what is going on? And they'll, they'll have to find out who these guys were. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll be probably impossible, but yeah. maybe not unless some records are kept that, you know, the future generations after post-Holocaust can, you know, find find and, and discover what was going on. But yeah, that'll be, that Mount Rushmore will be, you know, and things of that nature will be, will last a long time after any potential calamity that may come to us. So in the U.S., that would be, you think, the the biggest thing that would most likely survive the Earth renewing itself? Yes. Well, then again, if you get a volcanic super explosion in Yellowstone and, you know, God knows, you know, what could happen or you get some sort of major... uh, uh, glaciation that comes again after uh, a nuclear holocaust and then you get nuclear winter and then the glaciers will advance again pretty quickly and they could scour uh, Mount Rushmore and and make it you know unrecognizable uh, perhaps you know what's the oldest thing you've ever visited oof Um, or what are some of them that you have you been to foreign countries where you've seen super old things? Well, I well, I mean, not super super old. I'm trying. I didn't go to Stonehenge. I was only in England uh, on the coast, on the eastern coach, a uh, coast, as we were going on one of these, uh, you know, North Sea cruises. And we went to Saint Petersburg and um, and Estonia and uh, Stockholm and. Helsinki and Oslo and Copenhagen on this cruise. So there was nothing really ancient, ancient there. But if I would have gone to Stonehenge, I mean, that's quite old. Yeah. Uh, that would, that's something I kind of 
want to do if I were to go to England. Yeah. Where, sure. What else? What other old things would you want well, to see? I, mm. uh, if uh, the pyramids, I yeah. think, or one of, some of the pyramids in, um, which are not as old, in um, Central and South America. Uh, but certainly I've been in the uh, desert southwest in the Lake Powell region, and I saw there um, an Indian sort of staircase, if you will. There were basically hand and footholds that they carved in a rock face for them to get up to the river, up to the top of the plateau. And those are at least, I would say, 1,200 years old. Maybe maybe not quite, but still, those. that's probably the oldest thing I've seen uh, man-made. Um, yeah, because when we went to the Galapagos Islands, those were, you know, those were not populated. Yeah. So there was nothing there. I know when people say, like, go see the pyramids, we always think Egypt. Mm-hmm. But there are pyramids all over the world. Like, yes. the world is covered in pyramids. But, but the oldest ones are The Egypt there. ones? Mm-hmm. That's what I think I would like, most like to see. The pyramids and then... Um, uh, I always say Pikachu, but that's a Pikachu is a, a thing from the video game or the yes, uh, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, it's like a Pokemon thing. But there's this, there's a thing, a super old place. That yes, I, yes, I know Pikachu or something. Pikachu, Pikachu, old. I'm gonna type in old Pyramid. places. Pikachu. Let's see what comes up. And when you said old, what's the oldest thing made by man? You, you. Uh, well, I was in Italy and saw the Roman Colosseum, yes. which was really wild. And then whatever else is out there mm-hmm. over by that. But that felt like, like, yeah, it's even weird. Like to me, like Gina's house in Spring Lake is 101 years old. Yeah. That's my, weird to me. Like, yeah, that someone was the, in there. The house I grew up in on Staten Island was built. It's probably 1917 or 1918 i think so that's insane yeah and you can tell in in the basement i don't know if gina's does gina have a basement she does yeah um and you you could tell right away you know fieldstone what fieldstone is it's no just gigantic huge oh yeah that's what she has yeah that's <laughs> what my parents old base they have a new portion but their old basement this gigantic fieldstones with mortar around them. yeah i mean they're just huge rocks which are kind of flat, or they chipped away, but not really. I mean, yeah. they have you know contours to them, yeah, which is amazing. Yes, but that's what's holding your house up. Yeah, but yeah, but that's solid. I mean, these are gigantic. When they excavated, and they just found these big boulders, and they said, "Yeah, let's use them." Yeah, and uh, as a foundation, these would be great to hold up a house for a hundred years. And they do. And just even like to to be at the um, Roman Colosseum and to know like. People were fighting lions in that. Well, getting they were getting eaten, eaten by, by lions. Yes, but people, the gladiators were were yeah. fighting each other and it's all just, that stuff. That it's still standing is yes, and that we still strange. have not to the death yet, but we still have con, you know those contests where people are just kicking the crap out of each yeah. other, boxing matches, or yes, UFC. UFC, and all that. That that still entertains people. Is Easter Island the place where they had those heads? Yes. And then they realized that they're full bodies underneath? Uh, I don't know that. I don't know about the full body. But I know the the big heads on Easter Island and some of the other islands around there. And there's been, you know, mysteries around that. 
Yeah. So uh, the Easter Island, they were heads, but I believe they're full bodies. It could be. And they didn't discover it until they start digging near those mm-hmm. things. Right. And that's maybe not as impressive as a pyramid, but still, those are big rocks. Yeah, not as impressive as a pyramid, right. but... But they're carving them and hauling them and doing all stuff with them. And Stonehenge, too. I'm still trying to think of the name of that place. Pichacu. Machu Picchu. Yeah. That's Ma- it. Machu. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's in, like, Central America, right? Yes. Let me see. Machu Picchu. Eastern Cordillera of Southern Peru. Mm-hmm. The lost city of the Incas. Mm. It yeah. is uh, the most familiar icon of the Inca Empire. Yeah, they were. Yeah, a, I want to go to that. They were a powerhouse. There were three civilizations the Mayas, the Mayan, the Aztec, and the Incas. Yeah, I want to go to this. I want to go did to like human sacrifices. Oh. You know. Well, maybe I'm Machu Picchu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to the Machu Picchu. And I think he used to be able to climb up. I don't I think they may have stopped that because it got a little too nutty. Yeah, too many people yeah. ruining the Machu Picchu. Yeah, they have that like with the pyramids. I thought there were some that you were able to climb up. Uh I don't know about climb up. I know that you can go into the tombs or I don't know if you need a special like a special tour to do that. I thought you could go into at least part of the you know, underneath the pyramids in, in uh, Egypt. Yeah, I had a, a very strange public speaking teacher at Kane University. Mm-hmm. He was uh, from the uh, the theater department, mm-hmm. so he was a little... Theatrical. Theatrical. And he claimed that when he went to the pyramids, that people were... It was one of the pyramids you were allowed to try to, to climb, the one with the steps, but the, you know, the, the, the spacing was different back then than it is mm-hmm. now. And that people were going up and were going up and down by like sitting, and he was able to run up and down, and he felt like he had been there before. Ah, that's probably not true. Yeah, like a past life. Situation. Yeah, past life situation. Yeah. Hmm. Will I ever get to Machu Picchu? You might. I mean, in retirement. Yeah. You know, I I think that's something that you could do. I, I mean, it's certainly within your means to do that once you retire, because you would want it. To- you know, it takes a while to get there, and you want to... But I also worry, like, what are the hotels like there? I, I have no idea. Like, I, I would like a luxurious what, space. What country is that in? Peru. Uh, Yeah, I think you'd be all right. Yeah? Yeah. Even if I had to get a ride to Machu Picchu and I stayed outside mm-hmm. in the... And then you could visit, like, uh, the Patagonia down there. It's a very beautiful, natural situation. Yeah. Yeah, I want to start seeing some of this stuff. But I probably have to leave you my know, house. And if you're going that far, hell, hell, just go to Antarctica while you're at it. What is good down there? Just a big thing of ice. Well, yes, but it's just kind of cool to say you've been there. Yeah, this is what I was hoping that um, virtual reality would do, where you'd put the goggles on, mm-hmm. like that I could be at Machu Picchu. Yeah, you might get that. That might happen someday, but it's still not the same. Yeah, not the same. Like I want to touch the yeah. stones. Well, I mean, that other humans virtual have touched. Reality might get so good that it'll. It'll be almost the same as being there, but you would know you're not really there, right? It wouldn't be the same. I'm trying to see when this uh, when this started. The Incas built the estate around 1450. Hmm. Is that possible? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Machu Picchu. There's a really great series on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Uh, he goes to 
all Graham Hancock is the guy's name. He goes to all. He starts with it was definitely Machu Picchu is one of the things, but he goes to these places, and his whole theory is that there was this uh, technologically advanced civilization. We got wiped out, started over, and these are some of the things left over from it. Although that said, it was built, you know, fourteen fifty, so not. But you're talking about before recorded history began. Yeah. This guy. Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock, is yeah. saying that the there were very advanced civilizations, which we've talked about. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, well, show me the evidence. You need evidence. And also, if he's talking past the past the origin of our species in time, who knows? But yeah. You know, that's 300,000 years. Is it remotely possible? Maybe, I, I, but I, I would tend to doubt it. Yeah. I will always if I uh, if I see something like this on YouTube I'm in I'm watching. Yeah, no, it is it. They're listen. I love reading science fiction, and to me things like that are, are science fiction. They're they're wonderful, interesting stories. Wouldn't it be so cool if they were true? Yeah, how are we gonna find out? Yeah. Will we ever find out the truth? Um, the ultimate truth. Yeah, the ultimate truth, mm-hmm. where we know everything. Uh, um, I think the only way of that happening is. If something else I don't believe in, God in the afterlife, if that is true after all these years, whatever form of the afterlife, whatever form of God you want to ascribe to it, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think then once you die and your soul goes on to that other reality, I think things would be revealed to you then. Okay. Or it'll turn out when you get there that you always knew these things and you were just spending a little time as a dummy on earth. And then when you get there, it'll be like, ah, oh, right, right. Hmm. That's why I, I went down to experience this life thing. And then yeah. went back to this greater, you know, existence. It'd be cool to go to Machu Picchu with my iPad, just like having the two different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, this Machu Picchu has got to be way older than I was suggesting before, because Maybe I, I I would not much longer than no no I I don't think so because you know the pop let me see the America's got populated down there you know it could have been I don't know maybe maximum yeah, 20, years ago yeah twenty thousand and then you know just struggling to survive and just eating and procreating and then making civilizations take some time it does take a little bit of time all right uh let's do the warm-up show i did that with CeeLo. uh jerry will be back tomorrow we got a football friday on our hands yes so jerry only uh only did the one podcast this week yes no post game tomorrow right he only did the tuesday so you know what is rutgers season Mm -hmm. basketball good point Mm -hmm. all right two two